0: Welcome to the Faithful 31 Moms podcast. I'm your host, Mallory Allen. Whether you find yourself in the joys or the messes of mom life, we want to encourage you to remain faithful as you join us every Wednesday in creating a community of real moms, real stories, and real truth based on the Word of God. Welcome to the Faithful 31 Moms podcast. I'm your host, Mallory Allen, And Today, we are going to have a special back-to-school challenge, I guess is what I'm going to call it. I start thinking about, in August, my dad used to wake me up in the morning singing this super annoying song, School Days, School Days. I can't really sing, so I'm not going to go into it for you. It's painful enough as a song, and it's even more painful probably to hear me or my dad sing it. I did not get musical abilities from him (laughs) or anyone in my family. But as school's starting back, it's August. We're kind of getting in that mode. We've bought the school supplies. We figured out who our child's teacher is going to be, all these different things, whether it's preschool, elementary school, middle school, high school. You have a couple in each. We are all gearing up, right, for school to start back. And I decided to take a moment, just a breather, and really think about some things that I wanted to challenge myself with personally in this new school year as it starts. And I thought, you know what? This is something that I feel like I could share with all moms alike, that we're all right here in the same boat together. And just to pause for a minute and really think about how we can be intentional with this school year starting back so when school starts back we all know we're up earlier in the mornings especially if you want to have some time to yourself some time with Jesus we're up earlier in the mornings and then it's time to pack lunches it's time to get backpacks ready it's time to get everybody in order dressed ready to go right on time and then your afternoons they get packed with homework, with sports or dance lessons or all kinds of activities that your kids are involved in. And then that leaves just enough time for us to make a quick dinner or grab a quick dinner if you're not somebody that likes to cook, right, so that you can all have a meal together, hopefully at least sometimes during the week because that is just such a good time to connect. But I know it's not always possible And then by that time, you are hitting time for baths and time for bed, right? And that bedtime routine, I don't know about y'all, but it can take a while. The kids love to just drag it out. So if you want them to go to bed at a reasonable hour because they have to get up early the next morning, and then we do it all over again, right? So this can quickly become very mundane, very routine, very much about, our schedules during the week. And we can kind of lose sight of some things. And so I started thinking about this. If I'm honest, I was looking forward to my kids going back to school, but then at the same time kind of dreading it because I love having like more time with them and a little more lenient. If we stay up a little later, we can sleep in a little later type thing in the summer. And so I don't know where you find yourself. If you're ready to push your kids out the door or if you are sad that summer's over or somewhere in between like me. Wherever you're at, I just want to take a moment today and just pause and really think about being intentional with this school year. So I have five things that I want to go over. They're very quick and just things that my heart has thought about as I was preparing for um, this back-to-school challenge And the first one that I thought of was this is going to be the only year that Jake is going to be going into second grade and James is going to be going into pre-K. This is the only year that your kids will be the age that they are, right? And so as I thought about that, I'm like, oh, I'm kind of sad. Like, I don't want them to get older. But it's true. And so I really, I guess the first thing I thought about was just soaking up the moments, just soaking up this moment. Make time to take a picture, slow down a little bit, you know, talk to them about their year. Don't, you know, drown in the shopping for school supplies and the packing lunches and learning what's going to be served in lunch at school if you don't pack lunches or, you know, getting them out there for the bus or if you drive them, you know, for carpool and, you know, do I have my tags Do I have all the things that I need and all these different components that go into like the first week or two of school and just really soak up the moment because they're only going to be this age one time, right? I thought about they won't always be small enough to want to hold my hand like little James will want me to hold his hand and walk him into pre-K or Jake may not want me to hold his hand, but I know he wants me to take him in and meet his teacher and I didn't get to do that last year thank you covid <laughs> that took that away from me so this year especially I want to soak that up I want to be able to just be completely present for that moment okay so that is my challenge to you don't get a picture sure but don't focus too much on that to post it on social media or get wound up in the the time and the schedule but really just Be present with your kids and enjoy this school year at this age because we won't get it back. The second thing kind of goes along with that, and that is just the importance of remembering physical touch because your kids, they need... They need your hugs. They need you to kiss them. They need you to embrace them and tell them that this is gonna be a great year. I'm so excited for you. You're gonna do great things. A lot of times nerves are high. You remember when you were a kid and you walk into a, a room, you don't know your teacher, you don't know anybody a lot of times. Or you might have had them in a class of yours a couple of years back, but You don't have your your best friends from last year with you, and it's it's nerve-wracking, and so they need that. Dr. Rogers always says your kids need to know that you care. You need to hug your kids every day, he said. Even your teenagers, they might pull away. They might act like they don't want you to touch them or they don't want you to hug them, but it makes them feel emotionally secure. So... One thing that I was thinking about and the hustle and bustle of getting them out, out of the van door on time for school, like this isn't just a first day of school thing. I think we all probably hug them on the first day. But as the year continues, I was trying to remind myself you know, make sure that I'm hugging them and kissing them, that I'm being intentional with my affection for them every single day, not just right here in the beginning, but that I want to do that for them every day. I want them to have that emotional security. So that was a challenge um, to myself as well. Another thing that I thought about, and this is from my mom, actually. She used to do this with us. And then as I got older, my dad actually drove me to school Uh, Ninth grade and 10th grade until I could drive myself. And so she would tell my dad, okay, this is your responsibility. Now you have to take the baton on this. But my mom would pray with us every day on the way to school. Every single day she would pray with us. And as I got older, I used to be like, what? I need to do my makeup or what? I need to, you know, eat my breakfast or whatever it was. And a lot of times there could be a million other things that you could do or talk about in the car right on the way to school but i want to be intentional with this this year and i want to challenge you to do that too i want to pray with jake and pray with james every time i drop them off at their school i think about the verse first timothy four twelve. Don't let anyone look down on you because you are young, but set an example for the believers in speech and conduct and love and in faith and impurity. And I know for Jake, he is a believer now. And I tell him all the time, you are a leader. You are there to make an impact for Christ. And whether you go to a private school that already teaches about God, there's still people that That aren't saved. Jake goes to a public elementary school or maybe you homeschool, but you're part of like an association that does activities with other kids. There are always people, kids, friends there that do not know the Lord. And so that's a great, a great prayer to pray over them is just to commission them out that they know that when they leave you, when they leave your household, that they are taking Jesus with them wherever they go. and so that makes me get emotional to think about but that is what we're called to do as parents and so I really have have not done this every single day I did it sometimes last year but I didn't do it every single day but I really feel a conviction to do this to speak truth over my kids to pray for my kids and tell them you know this is this is what you're supposed to do this is what God's called you to do right now this is a season of your life where you're going to school every day and those people that you see they need Jesus they need and if they already know Jesus they might need it to be encouraged and so that's our job and so that is just something that I wanted to challenge you all with because I'm super challenged by this as well all right so number four is every evening we talked about in our schedules, we have, you know, homework and activities and sports and then dinner time and bath time and bedtime and all that. And in the middle of that, somewhere, I think a great place to put it is around the dinner table or if you're at a restaurant, you know, or if you're in a car on the way to dinner or whatever it is, whenever you're all together, I think that it's a great idea to do something I like to call good, better, best. I'll say it again, good, better, best. And we do this with our boys sometimes. I don't have girls, but I hear that girls are a lot more chatty than boys are. And I believe that's true. I know that I am. And so I have a bunch of boys in my household, including my husband, and sometimes it's hard to get them to talk. Um, And then your girls may be little chatterboxes, but some days they may not be. And so this is just a great thing to institute. What you do is you ask your child to share when you're all together. Like I said, say it's around the dinner table, just for example. And you say, I want you to tell me something that was good about your day. I want you to tell me something that you could have done a better job with. So let's say they had, you know, their clip moved or you know, something that they probably should have done better, like handling with a friend or something like that. And then I want you to tell me the best part of your day. What was your absolute most favorite thing? And this will just really give children a time where they can open up and communicate with us and tell us a little window into their soul to tell us, like, you know, something that they don't think they did a very good job on, they could do better on, and something that they loved for that day. And then something good would just be, you know, something maybe a little bit more normal of the day, but it just gives you information into their life. Because if you're like me, I'm like, he's at school all these hours, and and I'm missing this time with him, so I want to know what, what goes on. This might be hit or miss with, like, your preschoolers. <laughs> it is with James. But sometimes he surprises us, and he just starts talking And so it's just a great idea to be intentional with your time. And I also wanted to encourage you as well. I said take time every evening to be intentional. Well, that's kind of more of like a dinner time, like talking conversation thing with the good, better and best. But when you put them to bed, another way that you can do this is be intentional with reading a Bible story right before bed every night or whenever you can kind of fit it in. But that's just what we do. It just works naturally every night that we pull out a Bible story and we pray together as a family because Pastor Rogers always says that faith is called as well as taught. And so we know that if we are intentionally putting God's word in front of our kids And we are trying to be intentional with our conversation with them that faith is caught as well as taught. And so this is a way that you can do both. And that's just something that is really important to me for every single day is that I I try to do this and not lose sight with the schedule and the chaos of the day, right? And then the fifth thing and the last thing is that you bless them before bed. This is something that I, over time, have realized is so valuable and is it's just a few words spoken over your child, but it means so much. You can leave them feeling just like they're beaming from the encouragement. When you leave them at night, when you kiss them goodnight and you hug them, your bedtime routine's over, teeth are brushed, stories read, you're covering them up with the covers, this is a great time to do this. I like to just speak a few encouraging words over them. It's not situational. It's not something that is like we've talked about in one of our devotionals before. It's not praising them for a specific thing that they've done, but it's just encouraging words to them, speaking words of blessing over them for things that you see in their life that are developing. So, for example, I could say, Mommy loves you so much. I'm so proud of the way that I've seen you be a leader in your class and stand up for so-and-so. Like, say they they helped a friend. Or I'm most of all, I always end with this, I'm most of all so, so proud of how, you love Jesus, how you have a heart for Jesus, and you have a heart for other people. And I told Jake that most every night, and I'm starting to do this over James as well, and you can just see their emotional taint just completely fill up and you can leave them with the peace and the blessing over their life when you walk out of their room by speaking these words of blessings over them how you how much you love them how you've seen them do this and you're so proud of them for that how mainly just how they love the Lord and how you know that that is the most important thing that they could do and you are just so blessed to be their mom You know, just anything, just something simple, just a sentence right before bed. And I just see the peace come over both of my boys' little faces and they're just ready to go to sleep and they're ready for the next day. And so those are my five challenges to you today, I guess. Um, They're also challenges for me as well, just to make the most of this school year, to make the most of every single day, even though it starts to get... Very much a routine. I call it in the swing, in the school swing, you know, in that routine. Don't forget to be intentional. Don't forget about the little moments because we won't get them back. And so I'm started just thinking about that a lot lately. And I just wanted to share. I hope that you've all been encouraged by this and maybe it's given you some new ideas to do for this new school year coming up. If you think of anything else, that you do with your kids, um, I would love to hear what they are. You can email me. My email is found on faithful31moms.com under the contact page, and you can just email me directly, and I would love it to hear any other ideas that you have that you do as your kids are going back to school and how you can encourage them and teach them more about the Lord through all of that. I hope that you all have a blessed day, and thanks for listening. Faithful 31 Moms is produced in association with Love Worth Finding Ministries, built on the profound biblical teaching of Pastor Adrian Rogers. Please visit our website, faithful31moms.com, for all interview show notes. And follow us on Facebook and Instagram at faithful31moms. That's faithful31moms.com.